Hello everybody, and welcome back to It's a Wonderful Podcast, where for the first time in a long time, we're not talking about a wonderful movie. Morgan, this movie sucks. Gasp. Um, this is, this might actually be the first episode where we both don't really like the film. Um, because of course you famously hate Witchfinder General. And I famously love Witchfinder General. That was a fun episode, wasn't it, everyone? And but you now... famously hate Watership Down, and I, I didn't love Watership hate... Down. I didn't hate Watership Down at all. Um, but yeah, th- this Peter Pan, Disney's Peter Pan. That nine... sentence just irritates me. 1953. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's not great. It's horrendous it's not well there's there's certainly parts of it that are horrendous for not necessarily filmmaking reasons but for other reasons um yeah i don't know how we're gonna possibly talk about this without being our usual loving positive selves well i'll do my best um so peter pan means a hell of a lot to me like just uh, just as a person because it's my all-time favorite book J.M. Barry's uh, work had a big influence on me as a kid, and I've con- I I own several copies of the book, like just with me now. And uh, this was the first version of Peter Pan I watched, of course, when you're a young kid. And I'm like, oh wow, I want to know about Neverland. And then, of course, I went on to watching Hook, which yeah. I enjoyed a lot more than this, and like uh, eventually the 2003 version. And uh, originally, I didn't like the 2003 version because I. You know, I thought, oh, the Disney one is the correct one because that's what you think when you're younger. Yeah, because but after, like, it's kind yeah. of like the first one as well, isn't it? It's kind but of like after I read the book and uh, then rewatched the Disney version, boy, did it change. <laughs> uh, well, as for Hook, I, I really like Hook yeah, as well. Me too. Uh, I think it's great. And I haven't seen the, the mystical 2003 one that you Can we all agree that Pan sucks, though? Uh, never saw that one. It's horrendous. Mm, had no interest in seeing Hugh Jackman dance about as not Captain Hook. Oh, the, the guy they got to play Captain Hook in that was so stupid. <laughs> was he as was he as stupid as Captain Hook in Disney's Peter Pan? Because That's Captain... the point. I think he was trying to emulate that and. I know from reading J.M. Barry's book that is the that is not Captain Hook. How violent is book Captain Hook then? He is terrifying. That's good. He represents everything that goes against the main story's theme, which is like, uh, you know, uh, at one point children all have to grow up, but you know, at first they assume, oh, if you grow up, you're going to be nasty. Captain Hook is just a nasty, nasty guy. Like, he's the exact opposite of what you'd want to grow out of. And I think that's a lot to do with how, in the stage production and in some film productions, the guy who plays Captain Hook also ends up playing George Darling. Uh, well, actually, isn't wasn't the same voice actor used for George Darling and Captain Hook in this film? I believe I saw that. I believe so, but uh, they didn't atap- adapt the character very well. Well, you, you know, regardless of whether they adapted it well or not, I think 
hook in this version of Peter Pan Disney's um, is very obviously villainous, but also typical Disney's got a lot of stupidity to him. He reminds me very much of Prince John from Disney's Robin Hood. Ah, oh, that's uh, a very accurate portrayal, yes. Who, who is just the most pathetic creature, but also just really, really one-dimensionally villainous. And that's where the sort of fun comes from Captain Hook in in this version. I, I, love, it, I love the outfit. I love his outfit. I've always loved his outfit so much. Um, he is, for me, the saving grace of Disney's Peter Pan. He's at least fun to watch, for, yeah. and for me, the uh, the saving grace of it is actually George Darling. That's a fair point. It's like even though he comes off as this really like brash conservative guy, he he does have like a heart underneath yeah. it all, and you get that you get that way more in the two thousand three version because the whole point of Peter Pan for me is it's not to show that adults are all bad; it's just that. In a kid's mindset, uh, growing up essentially means that you have to put away childlike things, and they assume that that means you can't be, you can't, you have to put away those childlike things forever, which is yeah. not the case at all. And it shows that George Darling does still have that kind of childlike heart within him, whereas Captain Hook has the uh, the childlike fear in him. Well, I mean, also Peter Pan as a story. Now I know you're a from what I understand, I know you're, you've read the book, you love the book, and you'd probably correct me if I'm wrong on this, but from what I understand, the whole Neverland situation is a complete fiction of these children's imagination. You get that a little in the book, but it is it is kind of like a portal fantasy kind of thing. Okay. The whole it's in the kids' minds thing, that's more of a uh, that's more of an interpretation than how I think J.M. Barry intended it. Okay, well, fair enough. So, my interpretation, then, would be a sort of reasoning as to why uh, certain char- certain Neverland characters in this, ver- in this version are the way they are. Like, Hook being so just one-dimensional and silly is often how... I feel children view villains. So yeah, if, they're, that's accurate. If, if they're coming up with a villain in their own mind, they're thinking, well, he's got an evil plan, but ultimately he's terrified of a goddamn crocodile. And he's just like dancing about and screaming after Mr. Smee all the time. I reckon Captain Hook and Mr. Smee definitely bang each other. That's an interesting thought. What? 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 I reckon Smee want. I reckon Smee wants it more. Most likely, yeah. Uh, Smee's actually a pretty decent part of the fur of this. He, he's usually the same in every version of the story. He's like the comic relief and kind of the rock to Captain Hook. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, one part that really irritates me. So one much. part. One part irritation. Not you don't mean everything without Captain Hook and Mister Smee, because that's what irritates me. This is what broke the whole adaptation for me. 
Who do you think the main character of Peter Pan is? Well, I know who I know who the main character of Peter Pan is, but for the um, process of what you're going to say, I will say Peter Pan. Wendy Darling is the main character of yes. this story. Yes. And in the book, like uh, the, the very first uh, opening, you heard it in my uh, my video just there about Peter Pan that it's all about like, oh, why can't you remain like this forever? And Wendy to me is a great example of how like a maternal female hero can still like be a hero without being ridiculous. And the movie is so mean spirited with how it treats Wendy. Like, yeah, you you almost get that kind of straight away like like peter pan saying stuff like oh girls talk too much that's not how he is at all in the book like yeah he's in line he's a bit childlike and a bit immature but he's not like a bully no it's uh he's not a youtube commenter it's a (laughs) it's a really uh you know really really nice stand-up way to start your friendship whatever with wendy that peter tell her she talks too much yeah, well done, well done, well done, Pete. You've and done the fact really well that she there. went, and the fact that Disney made on to say that, oh, Wendy agrees. Oh yes, girls talk too much. It's such a slap in the face to that character. The entire—it's not just a slap in the face to the character. This entire film, this entire adaptation, is a slap in the face to basically women, and most notably Native Americans. Oh God. Um, oh god it's unwatchable we said we were gonna get a nolan dean rant in this episode here it fucking is right well please go tiger lily is not a fucking object for peter pan to save yeah there's a point in the story where he does save her but the whole point of tiger lily is that she can defend herself and she's a great character, and she ends up helping Peter, and she has like her own little mythology thing back with her people that's really interesting as well. And this this movie just makes a complete mockery of it, and it irritates me. Yeah. Tiger Lily is very much damsel in distress here. Which is... Uh, it, it's worse than the whole thing with Pan, where they cast Rudy Mara to pl- play her. Which makes Ooh. no sense. Okay, that's weird. Tiger Lily is meant to be a kid and also meant to be Native American, not much older white woman, Rooney Mara. Nothing against Rooney Mara, she's great, but well, that's bad casting, casting for Tiger that's Lily. casting people's faults, that's not Rooney Mara's fault. What's worse is in that, they put her in like a big headdress and she looks like she's cosplaying as Mufasa. Oh no. Well, it's so bad. Speaking of white people in unreasonable Native American garb... Uh, everyone in Peter Pan decides. Oh, let's 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 just spend the next ten minutes being horrendously racist towards, towards Native Americans, and just I've... it creates a very shallow view of like that whole culture. And like, I I get it. Kids might not understand the whole cultural appropriation thing, and they might think. Oh, this cool little headdress. I want to wear it. I want to be part of them. I want to oh, be yeah. part of them because they're my friends. But the way it's executed, like them making Peter Pan chief, like yeah, look, oh. definitely. And I'll go on to like what I was saying before about uh, 
Captain Hook, and if in sort of my interpretation in my own head of it, the children see villains as one-dimensional, so they create the idea of Captain Hook. And, you know, the children are fed certain uh, stories or certain, yeah, stories about Native Americans, so they have an image in their head of what a Native American is. And, of course, these kids are what? No older than 12. Yeah, I'd say even younger than that. Yeah. Lost Boys are like at least oh, but, 8, 9. Yeah, and obviously, like, John's maybe 10. And Wendy's Mike, probably turning 13, I yeah, reckon. Michael's clearly like 4. But, um, so, it's no, it, by no means is this saying... Oh, I can understand why the why this was being generalized generalizing Native Americans because children view everything as black and white before they know really any sort of nuance to anything or any details about anything. Um, but what I am saying is that Disney themselves have sent out. A horrendous message to everybody who will watch this film about Native Americans. What makes because, the red man red? Because what do Native American what do Native Americans do according to Disney? They smoke a lot, they bang drums, and they sneak up on you and are savages. That's it. That's that's basically it. That's all they do. They're not good for anything else, Nolan, according to uh, Disney's Peter Pan. And it's a very shallow I, interpretation of the whole. That thing. is why I say it is it is unwatchable at times. Like I was watching, I was watching Peter Pan, and I I could tell what was I could tell the song was coming. So do you know what I did? I didn't I didn't watch the song. I instead took the bins out. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to because it, it, it's it's so uncomfortable. It's 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 what it's what I hate about old Disney films, despite the fact that I do like a lot of them. It is really what I hate that they just do this sort of thing, got away with it at the time, and then children even nowadays are just you know watching these things and just thinking their first thought of a Native American after watching Peter Pan is that, rather than just oh a pleasant human being with his own. You know, with their own traditions and their own way of life. No, no, no. We'll just do this and call them red men because that's correct. And uh, th that brings me on to another point that I really hate about this movie: the music is so boring. Oh, there's no, there's no good song. There's no, um, there's a memorable song, yeah, but for their all the wrong goddamn reasons. Ugh. But there's no good song. I don't know what's going on. It it's has that like Disney really film. weird old Disney thing of where it's it's like it was written by a rhyming dictionary. <laughs> I love that sometimes though. I think it's in I think it's in Sleeping Beauty where like there's like a chorus that plays as scenes are editing together where they just sing what's going to happen. Ugh, it's it's really like... fun. Like that that thing I sent you from the two thousand three version, that music has more weight to it and more emotion than anything in this movie. 
Like, you oh, can yeah. just listen to that song by itself. It's called yeah. Flying. I mean, what do you make of the what do you make of the flying in this version? I mean, animation-wise, it looks beautiful, but uh, well, the it's, song... a Dis- it's it's Disney, you know. It's it's not. It's going to look like a great animated film. Of course, it is. You can't fault the animators. Yeah, but I can fault that song because it's so dull <laughs> and boring, and just like it's like someone just. It's like it's not like even like they read Peter Pan. It's like they were in a lesson and a teacher was telling them about Peter Pan and they just scribbled a really half-assed essay about it. <laughs> oh dear. Um yeah. Do you know I thought that too. Like if ha- if I had ever watched this version of Peter Pan before it was many 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 years ago and I completely forgotten about it. Um but I always had in my head that that was, you know, the uh, he can fly or whatever it's called. Oh no, that's Dumbo though, isn't it? Why am mm-hmm. I thinking of Dumbo? I've got him mixed up. He can fly is Dumbo. Oh, I it... thought he can fly was Peter Pan. Oh no, that's all wrong. You can fly is uh, Peter Pan. Or like, that's... think of a wonderful thought, any happy little that... thought. That's why I was getting confused. He can fly is a great song from Dumbo. Oh, well. That's my point that's been null and void there now. Well, this one's worse. And, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about something good in this movie, because yeah. I do think it has some good in it. Um, the opening is very um, is very in line with the book. I Besides, yeah. and up until Peter Pan shows up, the whole thing with the Darling family, that's pretty much how it was in the book as well. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It's there's no harm being done with all that really. It's as you'd expect it to be, I think. We all, you know, by the time Peter Pan shows up, we all know that Wendy likes telling stories about Peter Pan. He's sort of obsessed with the idea of Peter Pan. And um yeah, then he starts to show up, say girls don't talk. Or girls talk too much, and uh, and it all goes a bit weird from there. You know what's great about the other story versions of Peter Pan is that she actually stands up to Captain Hook. Oh, and rather this, than just like in this one, she doesn't. She doesn't no, do anything. No, it's all about Peter. This one, it is all about Peter Pan, and as you said before, Wendy is the main character of the story. Sort of puts you off. What it sort of puts you off reading Peter Pan, the book, watching this adaptation because it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, that's why I always watch the racism and all the sexism. Even Hook, which has nothing to do with the original J. M. Barry story, it's more a tribute to it, has more in common with the actual theme of Peter Pan than this thing does. Yeah, don't, you know, grow up at your own pace, which is essentially at least my interpretation of what Peter Pan is trying to uh, say. Um, Hook does that wonderfully because, you know, it's embrace, Hook is about embracing who you were and embracing who you were when you were younger. Uh, Peter Pan the book 
presumably, so you say, is, you know, embracing your innocence, but realising that, yes, you do have, people do have to grow up to a certain, and yeah, towards the end, I think when the darlings are back at home, and uh, George Darling comes back into it, I think they have a bit more sort of, uh, you know, a bit more, a bit more of a, a message, messagey scene about we can remember what we were like when you, we were young. That's fine. We do have to grow up, but there's nothing wrong with with innocence. But then, like, I've got in my head, well, isn't this supposed to be like Peter's deal? Yet none of this seems to happen when Peter's on screen. He just seems to be a kid who just has an adventure with them. He's a kid than... playing swords. That's all he is. Yeah. Rather than, you know, instilling this message of keep your keep your childlike wonder for as long as you want. And you he know the best thing that. about the best thing about the two thousand three version and the book is that they give Peter Pan some actual character growth and some empathy and some heart and and that brings me on to something that the Disney version sort of half did, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the whole thing with Tinkerbell. The uh the jealousy thing? Yeah, that that's in like all the other ones. Uh and uh like with Tinkerbell She's always written as that kind of jealous thing, but I've always taken it as she sees that uh, Peter kind of likes Wendy and that if uh, he ends up liking her more, then he'll end up growing up and then forgetting about her. And of Mm -hmm. course, a part of childhood innocence is believing in fairies. Yeah. And there's this whole thing in the stage adaptation and in the 2003 movie where, um, you, you know, the scene where Tink sacrifices herself to save Peter. Yeah. They bring her back and they encourage the audience to participate by saying, I do believe in fairies. And that's what brings Tinkerbell back. And that's a really great emotional moment for Peter and the whole cast. It's really involved. What do they do in this movie? She dies. She comes back to life. Peter just continues being the same person. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing really changes. It's just a, it's a plot element. Um, Tinkerbell towards the back end of the film is is a plot element for Hook and his plan. Towards the start, she's kind of interesting with the whole um, being She is jealous, funny too. Being jealous things, yeah. It's, it is she is one of the more uh, enjoyable aspects of this along with Hook and Smee and of course the crocodile who I love deeply. The crocodile is exceptional. The crocodile has more personality than most of the cast. The crocodile is great. I love how every movement is in time with the ticking. Yeah, that's, the in, eyes, uh, that's in everything. The eyes are genius. I love it. The crocodile also, is more I, frightening in the 2003 one. Well, that's probably well. That's because it's live action, and you know it's probably a more realistic looking non cartoon crocodile. Um, how the hell does Captain Hook survive all the time with that goddamn crocodile? That's the point. He doesn't survive in the book, or in the two thousand three one. He gets eaten. I think three times. Fully swallowed. 
yet still manages to pop himself back out of the crocodile's mouth. It's so dumb. I would, I want, I want bloody murder from that crocodile. Well, you get that in, two, in 2003, Peter Pan, you get that. You know, he can he can bite off a hand, why can't he actually... It's, it's as though his teeth don't work. I don't think I don't think TikTok the crocodile's teeth work. That's my problem. You think he needs to go to the dentist? I don't think he needs to go. I think he needs to get some harder teeth. They seem to be made of rubber because they don't do any damage to the man. Uh, what else can I say about this movie? I don't know. I don't. That doesn't don't, anger me. I don't like not being. I don't like not being so positive. That's why I'm saying things about the crocodile and Captain Hook stuff. I actually enjoy. We've had our rant about the racism. We've talked about the hatred for women that this version of Peter Pan has. For no good reason, despite the fact that a woman is supposed to be the central character and supposed to have done a lot, yet both Wendy and Tiger Lily, and to a certain extent Tinkerbell, are shortchanged. M- Mrs. Darling as well. Mrs. Darling is barely there. N- Nana also. Nana I know it's a dog, dog, but like Nana, I'm Nana sorry, the dog's I'm weird. Why I'm is sorry, the dog but wet, why is the dog body? giving the medicine? Exactly. Why is the dog that involved? Why is the like dog I, wearing a bonnet? If I gave Chalky uh <laughs> directions to do that, um <laughs> it would probably result in death from him swallowing the medicine. <laughs> Thing is, the good thing is, is that at least the family seem to care about Nana. They, well, you, you can't show them being cruel to their dog. George Darling was nearly very cruel to his dog. But he, they do have that scene with him and Nana where it does open up some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they do. That's the one little moment where I think, hmm, maybe that's... I have a feeling, maybe J.M. Barry was like spying inside it and was like, no, this is how you do it. And he only got to do it for a little bit because the Disney staff threw him off. So all those little scenes of Peter Pan that actually work with the story are all J.M. Barry's doing, and the rest of it is just Disney garbage. That's a, that's a nicer thought. That's a nicer thought that Disney are saying, no, we're doing our thing. And, uh, oh God, I'm going to get all the Star Wars fans on at me. Oh God! Okay, Disney, we'll thing. do our thing. We won't listen to your ideas. <laughs> old Old Disney has a bit of a problem with that. I think they did a really good job with Alice in Wonderland. They Perfect. adapted that really well. Love it. But Alice in Wonderland's more of a minimalistic kind of story, so yes. it's kind of hard to adapt that poorly. Well, actually, no, it's not very hard to adapt it poorly. And just, it ask also, Tim, just ask Tim Burton. <laughs> it's a perfect story for animation. It is, and um, I don't know, just with. Pe- why did they miss the mark on Peter Pan? I think they were so intent on making Peter Pan like a Disney prince that they completely missed the whole point of his character. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, and I th- Peter I mean... and Wendy are not a fucking couple. I cannot stress that enough. Peter <laughs> likes Wendy because she reminds him of his mother. Oh, see, you you wouldn't have got that from watching this. No. I, d- I didn't get that. You would have got that from watching the 2003 version, watching <laughs> Hook, or reading the puck. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to think what, um, 
what other Disney films came around at this sort of time. I think Cinderella was 1951. Cinderella's so only, very good. That's only a couple of years after. And I think maybe like the next one after that was maybe Lady and the Tramp. Also pretty underrated. Um, So it makes you sort of wonder why something like Peter Pan. Do, do you just think they, were, they had not done racism for a bit and just wanted to again? Ugh. More or less. I mean, like, it seems to me that this is a this is a problem I have when it comes to Disney adapting stuff. They tend to think they can tell the story better than the original author. Oh God, we are starting to sound like Star Wars fans. Yeah, but it's not. I'm I'm not gonna go like to Disney and say, um, oh, I demand you change this. Like the movie happened. It exists. I've still got the book. I've still got yeah. the other adaptations of Peter Pan that I love, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be writing to Disney, harassing them about Peter Pan, or even getting to the stage Star Wars: The Last Jedi haters are getting to, where it's like, Death. I have told my wife she cannot buy me a copy of The Last <laughs> Jedi. That's not real. That's real. Like that's something I just saw on Twitter this morning. Uh, I know, it's, I know, and it, it's. I hate it's, coming off as it, this cliche, but I. You are a it, cliche. It really rubs cliche. me the wrong way when when you're adapting something. Fair enough if you're going to make changes. That, that, that happens all the time. That happened with Harry Potter. That happens yeah. with so many books. But Everything. keep the feel, the original tone, yeah. the original message of the original story. Like I actually think The Last Jedi does that. It also oh, does that, but it evolves the story. Yeah, that's, that's This, a, that's this detracts appears, it. Yeah, that appears to be the main issue with uh with Disney's Peter Pan and is therefore rightly rightly cannot be compared to other Disney adaptations a la Star Wars because That's not if an you adaptation. Look, if you look I know, but you know, if you look at the uh Disney Star Wars films, they are keep they keep the same ideas that every other Star Wars film has had. It's which can, you know, perhaps be to a fault sometimes. Uh, certainly not in the case with The Last Jedi, though, because I love it. Moments where Disney have adapted stories well. Alice in Wonderland, we already mentioned. Yeah. The Chronicles of Narnia. Was that a Disney? Yeah. Uh, Language in the know. Wardrobe was a Disney adaptation. Oh. Mind you, that's got a lot of, like, uh, Christian undertones in it, so that's probably why Disney adapted it well. <laughs> um... <laughs> The Little Mermaid, I think they did pretty well. Ah, oh, I think it's been years since I've watched The Little Mermaid. If you watch The Little Mermaid, like as a John Hughes Disney movie, it's actually kind of fun. I don't like, I don't like the message in The Little Mermaid though. People shouldn't have to change. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but I don't like um, it. I don't like I, I a like lot the... of messages in Disney films, no, and I don't like them. I know, I know, but um. Let's uh, let's go back to Peter Pan for a second, yeah. even though I hate talking about it, because it makes me unhappy. You picked it. We have to talk about it. Uh, where, do you, where do you think Shrek would have improved this? That's a, again, you've brought it in really inorganically. I'm not impressed with the reference in this time. I'm, I'm um, desperate. Is Peter Pan in Shrek? I feel like Peter Pan's in Shrek. I feel like Tinkerbell's definitely in Shrek. 
There's definitely fairies in Shrek, so. Oh, he must be. I feel like he must be. Somewhere. Shrek 2, my guess would be. Yeah. Because uh... everyone's in. Captain Hook is. There yep. you go. Captain Hook plays the piano in Shrek 2. <laughs> Boom. Done. There's your uh... reference. Even, actually, there's... Uh, we spoke about Once Upon a Time on the last episode. There's a really interesting take they have on Peter Pan that is in line with the book, mm-hmm. but it's also completely different from the book. This is the kind of adaptation I would like. Yeah. They make Peter Pan the villain. Oh, okay. It, and you think about it, like it kind of works. Peter Pan snatches kids away from their home and takes them to a place where they can be young forever. It's kind of like the boogeyman. That's a fair point. It's you know it sounds dumb, but it's very compelling and actually very heartfelt and more in line with J.M. Barry's work than the actual Disney adaptation. Here's a question for you: Is Neverland heaven? Um, I, I've heard a couple theories on that. Um, Any that I, are worthwhile? I feel like Neverland is a product of someone's imagination, like yeah. a child's imagination, but like an actual place, like. Maybe Neverland is just like a normal island where pirates just do job, but a kid sees it as something different. That's fair. kind of like kind of like if a kid goes to a farm, and uh, adult <laughs> sees a farm as oh it's work and everything. A kid will look at that and think oh where look at all the places I can explore to that tree over there is alive. You know it's like that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Never tell your kids what happens at a farm. They'll learn for themselves. <laughs> just like. Never tell your kids that Neverland doesn't exist because one day they'll find out for themselves. Frankie Boyle has a really funny take on Neverland. You and your love of Frankie Boyle is absurd. You do realise that, don't you? I know. He's a funny comedian, I'll grant you that. He's a funny comedian, but I think you only like him because he's from Glasgow. Well, well, yeah, but like one thing he said about Peter Pan was uh, he has a theory that... Uh, all the Lost Boys were actually souls of abortions. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sure explains Captain Hook. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, see, that is that is typical of that man, to say something like that. Oh, that's bad. Oh, no. It's really bad, but oh, I couldn't I'm help sorry, laughing at everyone. it. Oh, no. Just, I, it I just was... goes to shows many people can interpret Peter Pan differently. Yeah. Unless you work for Disney, where you interpret it wrong and you should stop. Wrong and you should stop, you asked. Don't you asked and also, like a Star Wars fan. And also, I hear Disney want to do Peter Pan Begins with Channing Tatum playing Peter Pan. Oh, what? Please, what? Please don't what? do that. Where's that? What? I heard rumours of that ages ago. And Peter it sounded Pan awful. Begins. With Channing Tatum playing it, which could, sounds weird. Could we just go on to Peter Pan Begins, which is an absolutely dreadful title. <laughs> it's not much better than Pan. Oh, they're all... Just call... Oh, I don't know. Peter Pan Begins. Pe- Peter Pan. It's, just, it's a fine, clean title. Again, though, that would suggest that Peter Pan is going to be the um, lead again. Ugh. Which, which, as we've already been over, shouldn't be happening. If any, do you own the Peter Pan book? I, I own the do. Peter Pan book. Yeah, I do own it. I've never read it. Please read it. I know it's not long, is it? 
No, not really. It's quite a short story. It's a kid's book. It's not going to be very long. Well, Harry Potter's a quote-unquote kid's book. Look at the hell of Order of the Phoenix. True. I'll give you that. But or I would argue that Order of the Phoenix is more a YA book than a kid's book. Okay, well, yeah. Which fair. there is a difference. I keep reminding... Uh, I, I have to remind people that there's a difference between kid and YA. Well, yeah, that's just... It's like saying there's a difference between a child and a young adult. That's all there is. Of course there is. In, so, um, in non-book terms. I feel like Raul probably loves this movie. I don't. Raul, I reckon, probably sings uh, You Can Fly at the top of his lungs every morning. I'm glad you said you, I'm glad you at least said you can fly. And yeah. not the other one. Um no no No, I don't reckon he likes this because I don't think it people in, in good conscience could Um I, not, I not feel just, like you can only not, like this if you're watching it passively. Look and I hate those kind of movies. Look okay. Yeah. Everything that isn't racist and sexist in Peter Pan is perfectly enjoyable. It just so happens that there's a lot of that, which just makes it makes me, me not want to watch it again. It just makes I me not want to watch it again. You know what you should do? Go. You know that website that Molly told us about. Our good friend Molly. Uh, she said C E X. They have mm-hmm. the Peter Pan 2003 Blu-ray there for like three quid. <laughs> Buy that, watch that, and you'll feel happy about the character. I'll just again. watch Hook. I'm happy with Hook. But if you want like an actual good adaptation of the Peter Pan story, then 2003 is the way to go. Fair enough. There's your recommendation, everyone. Um, I feel so, like we've said all we have to say about this. I mean, it's not a long film anyway. Pe- people get the story of Peter Pan. The, the Peter Pan picks kids up. He goes to Neverland have an adventure they defeat captain hook they act a bit racist with a load of native americans and uh and they all go home for tea there's the story i wonder what they were having for tea probably crumpets i'd expect so it was when's this when's it set definitely like, uh, victorian world war Two era is it really is it that late or or the time it came out i don't know i don't know i'll have to check that but a time when, um, like, marionette parties were a thing. Well, I must say there's some, like, really sort of um, high-quality, posh English phrases used in uh, in this version of Peter Pan, mainly by John Darling. Every time that I see the Darling house, I feel like I've walked into my very conservative uncle's house. John... <laughs> John, uh, there's nothing wrong with the house. I quite like the design of the house. Uh, it's a nice, it's a nice old school house. Uh, John Darling definitely at some point, as a you know nine ten year old, says "Good heavens!" Um, definitely, please. definitely, he says that. Just bludgeon me with a boulder right now, please. <laughs> 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 Do you see that this? I think I think this movie is the reason, or when the hard to please adaptation critic in me was born. This this movie, yeah. I mean, you do love Peter Pan. Yep, it's my favorite book. 
Might and be. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I haven't read a book since I was twelve. Internet, stop telling me that. Stop hating on people today. God, you're being offensive. You're in this negative mood because you've chosen a film. Uh, our oh, second... there's, there's more. There's more to it than that. I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter today that made me very salty. Oh, Twitter. Twitter is equal parts wonderful and just the worst. Yep. Um, and my hair is also driving me nuts today. But um, yeah, don't 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 be angry because you picked a film that you knew you didn't like, and we've got it second in animation month. It is the last uh, Disney film we're doing. That's our two. That's our two Disney films that we I doing should have picked now. Alice in Wonderland. At least I like that adaptation. I I flat out adore Alice in Wonderland. So uh, I watched Alice in Wonderland on a plane once, and people were looking at me, and I just looked at them back and said, "Yeah, Alice in Wonderland. It's great. Go to sleep." <laughs> now who's being salty? Well, I'm on a plane. I can afford to be. I have reason to be when I'm on a plane. Um, yeah, there's not much else we can say about Peter Pan. We've we've said about the stuff. We've talked about the stuff that we actually do quite like. Captain Hook is definitely my favourite part of it, and of course, Captain Hook is now the newest inductee into the Mustache Hall of Fame. Yay. Well done, Captain Hook. Mustache Hall of Fame. Can we, we just need... edit a picture of Captain Hook here with Welcome to the Mustache Hall of Fame? No, I think we need a jingle for the Mustache Hall of Fame. Okay, if anyone wants to record us a jingle for the Mustache Hall of Fame. I feel like, yeah, we need a, a silly jingle. A silly but appreciative of Mustache's jingle for the Mustache Hall of Fame. Captain Hook, our first animated character to be involved in the Mustache Hall of Fame. Well done, sir. Congratulations. Should we also induct George Darling? <sighs> it's not as good as Captain Hooks, though, is it? Nah, okay, sorry, George Darling, you're runner-up. It's more of a standard-of-the-time moustache. Mm-hmm. George Darling's Captain Hooks takes some time to groom I feel you know what the sad thing is anytime if we ever review a Tom Selleck movie on the show that's always going to go into the mustache hall of fame of course it is every yeah. Tom Selleck character we might as well just say that now every Tom Selleck character in existence goes into the mustache hall of fame well, apart from where he doesn't have a mustache I don't know if there is movies that which exist is, without him as a mustache I would assume he's rare but uh yeah, I like that. It's been a while since we've had someone in the Mustache Hall of Fame. Uh, so, please, everyone welcome Captain Hook. Who, um... Does he shave with his hook? No, he doesn't, does he? He has Smee no, shave I, for him. Yeah, yeah, but I reckon there's some versions where he takes the hook off and he has, like, a Swiss Army knife <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like a screwdriver. Kitchen tools, a whisk. He likes baking. A whisk, a, a whisk. Creme brulee, below torches. <laughs> <laughs> you know those pirates have got to. They probably have some really great food with Captain Hook oh. as their chef. Oh, Captain, are you uh, barbecuing today? Yes, I've just got my spatula on. There, he, there it is. I'm Flip. barbecuing some fresh 
boys from fucking Neverland. Does ca- is Captain Hook a cannibal? He probably no. He probably eats crocodile. Yeah, goes both ways. Or a, then, lot, it? Or a lot of fish. Or fish, or a lot of fish. Uh, a lot, a lot of like barbecued grilled salmon on the Captain Hook ship. That's the Jolly an, Roger. It's an impressive meal for a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are we talking about pirate cuisine? Look, I don't know. You brought it up. I brought up the fact mm. that he'd be barbecuing with his spatula hand. One trivia thing I noticed, uh, the look of Captain Hook, apparently, that is what inspired uh, Jack Sparrow. Makes sense. Which is quite obvious. Makes a lot of sense. A cross between Smee's grubby look and Captain Hook's kind of elegance. Yeah, I mean, if if Jack Sparrow came out in that hat, you'd be concerned. What's he doing? Mind you, Pirates of the Caribbean 14 or whatever we're on now. Um... (laughs) They stopped after the first one for me. He's probably going to end up dressed as Captain Hook, just to be a bit more on the nose. Who knows? The first Pirates movie is very good. The rest of them are... I like the second one. It's fine. I kind of... I mean, the third one's long. The fourth one sucks. The fourth one's not great, but Penelope Cruz is in it, and... That's always a good thing. Love Penelope Cruz. She's great in everything. And the fifth one is garbage. Uh, I've still not seen the fifth one. Don't waste your time. Probs won't. Probs won't waste me time. And I'm not going to waste my time watching Disney's 1953 Peter Pan again. Either. Never. Let's burn this one to the... You know, that's harsh. Let's. Yeah, you are being harsh today. Let's take the Peter Pan Disney Blu-rays out of the HMV stores Why and replace them with the books. Why can't <laughs> we take them out of all the stores that sell Blu-rays? Alright, all the stores, we're going to replace them with the books and the 2003 version and just for fun, uh, an image of Shrek. Just for fun. Because you always need Shrek in your life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you been doing anything on the internet this week? Uh, no, well, this is going and out. Hello. Shit. Just a notification on my phone. Hello, notifications. Anything can happen on It's a Wonderful Podcast. Hello, everyone. Um, I No, I've not been, well, this, this episode's going out so much later than we're recording it anyway, that I may be doing something this week. Who knows? <laughs> I may have done something. Um, we are back logging recordings purely because we are both not going to be available to be recording and still want to get plenty of episodes to you. I'm currently in Cyprus uh, drinking my weight in whiskey. Nolan, how is Cyprus? Cyprus is very sunny. Uh, I challenged my mum to a cook-off, which we're going to have very soon. <laughs> that's That's nice. I we're like both going to make one dish... Our family's not going to know who made which dish, and then we're going to determine who the best chef in the house is. Sounds riveting. Please create I know, a... I, I think my mum's going to be predictable. Please create a vlog of that and post it on YouTube. Ugh, my mum hates being on camera. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, then. There we have it. That's two Disneys over and done with. 
Goodbye, Disney, until we talk about Alice in Wonderland, and which I'll be enthusiastic about. What has been the better Disney film that we've talked about of these two Disney films? Snow White. It's Snow White by about several hundred percent. Snow White at least accurately adapts the story. Peter Pan completely misses the point. And there is also no racism. There's a lot of sexism, a lot of sexism. no racism. A lot of sexism. You can't get away from sexism. If there's not one, there's the other. With old Disney. Um, which is a shame. But, mm, is all I have to say. Because, mm, <laughs> that's great Let's radio. Just, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about our other two choices. So am I. So. They're going to be great. This is where it starts getting interesting. In animation month right now as next week we have the wackiest most wonderful anime well it's not really wacky but it's just kind of mesmerizing it looks um, very trony i haven't watched it yet but it looks very tron see i have watched it so I'm, i won't say it. i won't say anything um but you will all be able to hear our thoughts on 1973's french slash czechoslovakian Animated film, uh, Fantastic Planet, or La Planète Sauvage, if you want to go French, um, which is is great, and people should watch it. I'm very much looking forward to talking about that with Nolan, and the week after we will have Nolan's last pick, Animal Farm, which also is- based on a book. Are you sensing a pattern here? You always base things on a book. That's that's what you pick. Book adaptations. But no, I think um, I think these these next two are gonna be are gonna be a nice two to end animation month off. I think they're gonna be more interesting discussions as well. Maybe less fun because of some of the subject matter, but maybe more interesting. I would also like to point out that um, I now have a new look. I shaved my moustache off and now have a better, fresher cypress look. No one can see that, though. I know, but you can. You said that really strangely. I can see it, but nobody else can. Um, Who knows? Do do people... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I don't know what's going on anymore. Also, um, look out for some uh, video essays that will be also dropping while I'm away. Uh, I put up four yesterday that will potentially be happening. One on Ant-Man, one on Donnie Darko, mm. one on Harry Potter, and one on Ready Player One. Cool. Everybody... Please do not hate me, internet, for <laughs> any of these choices. <laughs> Everybody knows Nolan's stories as lessons are wonderful anyway. And if you want to check more of them out, if you are on YouTube right now, it is one of this channel's featured channels. Just click on Nolan's face. Or if you want to check out my, some of my stuff, uh, click on my face. That's Purple Dom. Um, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review, subscribe to the feed. And uh, yeah share the episode around if you if you liked it that's always nice and tell us what you thought tell us if you hate uh disney's peter pan well not hate tell us if 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 you are disappointed in disney's peter pan as well 
as or as much as as much as Nolan is. Um, Think of a wonderful thought that isn't this movie. Yeah, that's about right. You would have to think of a wonder. Oh, I'll I'll just think about you know watching any other thing, Peter. <laughs> um, I'm happy doing that. Then I, I implore I fly, all the I... last. I implore all the last Jedi haters to focus their hate onto this movie. I don't. It's want, actually deserved. I don't want people to focus hate on anything. Well, I think all the people who made Disney's Peter Pan are most likely dead, so it won't matter. Don't be offensive. Probably not. I wouldn't say that. You being very, you're being very negative today. How unusual. I love it. Well, I promised you guys a Nolan Dean rant, so I had to put on this. You did. You've had a fifth. You've had a fifty-minute long Nolan Dean rant. Is what you've had today. You'll you'll get nice, positive, nice Nolan Dean next week. Yes, and we will all rejoice for it. Um, what else have I got to say? Um, yeah, just follow the show on Twitter to keep up what with what all the new episodes and what we are doing. At it's a wonderful one. Follow me on Twitter at the purple don with a three instead of the e in the because Patrice Everett and follow Nolan at at Nolan Dean two seven because two seven is my birthday. Yeah, but you don't have to put a reasoning behind your number. <laughs> There's a reason behind mine, okay? Two se- twenty seven is also like the best number. Absolutely 27 is not the best number. What a silly number to have as the best number. The best numbers are quite clearly 3, 12 and 16. What about 13? No, not 13. 3, 12 and 16. Oh, God. What? I think I'm getting it now. You're not getting it. Why? What do three, you think it is? Three, because three that's in your name. Three, because uh. yes, Patrice Everett. 12, yeah, I don't know. You see, you have no idea. 16, tra- sweet 16. No, no, not even a little bit, so you don't know. So don't don't assume you do know, because you don't is it, know. Is it, is it football references? Obviously. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> the World Cup is also going on, in case you Is the World that. Cup still going on at this at the time? This Perhaps someone know. has won the World Cup. I, will, I now am checking the schedule. Perhaps someone has won the World Cup. And uh, Morgan's currently playing football in his dorm. No, Please I'm not. stop, you're going to hurt someone. Um, when is this going up? This is going up. <gasps> no, the World Cup final is this Sunday. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Someone we don't know who's there or someone else we don't know who's there. Who will be caught streaking onto the field trying to steal the trophy? Probably Morgan. Yeah, because I'm in Russia right now. Um, that's it's also quite it's quite cold in Russia, so that's probably why they're hosting it there. So you don't get any streakers. I don't remember the last time I saw a streaker. It's too difficult to streak these days. Oh, the rugby sevens uh, streaker was hilarious. Oh well, that's rugby. A generally useless sport. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry about Who's that. Who's being negative now? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Offended people. I've alienated people. We're going to get nobody listening. Um, yeah. That is it for this episode of, uh, of It's a Wonderful One. Our second in animation month. Uh, Nolan. 
Any any last words before your execution? Think of a happy thought. And if it's this movie, reevaluate your thoughts. And with that, goodbye. What a lovely send-off. Reevaluate your life. That's what that's what no one's told you to do today. Bye guys. <laughs>